When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Love is the law right here on the Lori and Julia show, the Wednesday hump day edition. Hour one, we're going to be talking about The Bachelorette. We're going to be talking about new music with Chris Schneider. But I think first we're going to talk about free tacos and baseball boyfriends. Oh, oh my God. Rocco. Okay, that was... I did good. You yeah. really... I some good ones. You really did. <laughs> and um, last night, of course, as people were shoveling or snow blowing or whatever they were doing i mean was that surreal to see all the snow on top of trees that hadn't turned or fallen off right and then this morning just like leaves on top of snow oh i know we have people stuck in our little fourplex in your girl yeah and i are pushing the snow was so heavy it was so heavy yeah casey said the snowblower really was crap because it was such a heavy, yes. dense... It's the heart attack snow. Yeah. So anyway, so he goes, out, He goes. I'm going to go out. This is probably going to take me an hour. And I'm like, I can toggle back and forth between the Bachelorette and World Series. Mm-hmm. I tune in. And the number one guy we identified yesterday with the sweet swing, Cody Bellinger, hits a damn... I see him hit a home run. Did he? And then you guys texted me, or yeah, Rocco texted yeah. me. And, and then the second guy to hit a home run was boyfriend too. Mookie Betts. Uh, well, there Mookie. was also that, Car- what's the, um, Carl Kramschneider, whatever his name was. Oh, yeah, for the yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name, but he was Right. He no, was I wrote it down it somewhere. Was, it was so fun. Well, TJ, TJ Holmes wraps it all up, but all three of the guys that Rocco... Pick Kevin Kiermeyer. You curated our you curated candy list. Our, our list. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, all three homered. We had some stolen Stop. bases. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Here's TJ Holmes from GMA giving us the World Series wrap-up. Okay, say you're not a Dodgers fan. Say you're not a Rays fan. Yep. Say you're not even a baseball fan. Okay. Right? Bet you're a fan of free tacos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mookie Betts has now gotten the whole country free tacos. Yes, Taco Bell has done this for the past several years. Steal a base, steal a taco. If anybody steals a base in the World Series, the whole country gets a free taco. He stole a base last night. Actually ended up stealing two, but you only get one taco. Oh. But you can go in now and get a free taco. Everybody can on a certain day on October 28th, but yes, he is the second player, you know, the first player to do this twice. He did it three years ago. Yeah, I will forget I have a free taco by the time the 28th gets here. That's, that's the plan. <laughs> I'm just glad to see TJ excited about it. We know where you're going to be October 28th. Uh, where, where am I going to be October 28th? Tacos? Uh, Sound good? Anyway, just, uh, yeah, he really was like, I mean, you have to be so fast. I asked Casey, I said, do you think he practices sliding? He said at the beginning of the year. 
Just to get everything stretched out. Yeah, because yeah. it is quite a skill. He's, you know, I guess you got to know you're going to be fast, right? Because you are all the way out halfway between the two bases. Oh, this is yeah. Okay, is that what stealing bases are and sliding? <laughs> Rocco, this this is yeah, you're a baseball a, mom, aren't you? Another I love getting I'm totally involved. A baseball mom solely on the basis, yes, of um, you know, just a gut feel and then the hot fun. guy and the Dodgers yeah. won. They did. That's they killed. Happened. They killed. They were just in the fifth inning. They scored like six or seven this runs. Is it was just coming from I, you. I, I was like, they have got to pull this pitcher. He's just <laughs> choking. They left the same one in that long, or they oh, probably no. They they changed, but the second guy that filled in for that pitcher that pulled, he got just as many uh, hits. I mean, he lost. I think they each let in like three or four runs. In just that fifth inning, it was yeah, wild. Yeah, I turned it off when it was like six to one. Yeah, and it was eventually eight to three. Right, but it was fun. It was it was really fun, and it game fun two is tonight. Here. Yeah. I mean, our team didn't score. We scored two runs in two games. It was fun. It's fun to see people hit the ball and hit it, it over the really wall. It is really fun. Isn't bases. that? Oh, my gosh. It was just, it was a blast. Well, anyway, good. it was fun. And it'll be on at the bowling alley tonight. So that'll give us all something to get all wound up about. Oh, man. You know? Mm-hmm. You know? I'll watch it, maybe. Yeah, watch it. It's 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 kind of, I mean, it's it, it was very entertaining. And Tampa... The Tampa Bay Rays, or I was just call them the Tampa Rays, they are going to be really hungry. And it's the first time, you know, they've ever played a, a World Series, of course, in a neutral. They oh, don't have any I, of I that. Know, you I, know, I just think about like... Uh, Think about uh, it. If this was the team, the year the Twins win, and we couldn't even go, right. we would be like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I know we'd take it. Yeah, but at the same time, you'd be like, "Whoa!" Yes, because that eighty-seven fan, and ninety-two, those were so fun. I mean, I went to games one and two of both those series, and um, and then was downtown, you know, for the games six and seven, and it was just. It was wild. You were at those games. She was. Games one and two. My oh, one boy. And two, right? Yeah. My well, he was. I guess he was my husband. They camped overnight <laughs> I at Dayton's. What he was at that time in '87. They camped overnight at Dayton's to get a oh, wristband yeah. for the, at Southdale at Southdale to get tickets for the Metrodome. And they got. They got it. I never so games was, one and two. Yeah. Were yeah. you in? Any, did you go to any of those games, Rocco? I did not. I, I was in either. college and high school. And yeah. Of those, but yeah. And I was at Carlson Companies, and they had in the medicine cabinet this this stuff called Pain Aid, and it was aspirin with caffeine. We absolutely loved it. It was like a the best hangover and just like a good. It's like those, headache medicine. Yeah, those three sixties out of Canada. Or yes, something. yes. Yeah. And I remember grabbing them for my for my girlfriend and I, and I'm like, it's going to be so crazy loud. And we we were like almost up to the cement ceiling. We were that high. I was in Europe. I guess I didn't meet you till ninety two, Lori. Because if ninety one was the October snowfall, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. I this was eighty seven, that first oh, world. But series. I'm thinking of ninety one. I mm-hmm. was in Europe. Yeah, with with someone so you other than who I married. I mean, we were like high fiving with cars downtown right. on Hennepin Avenue. The cars were just crawling along, and people were just people lose their mind. So it's just kind of a lose your mind. The rest will follow. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good song. I know. Anyway. <laughs> I do like that song. Lose your mind. Anyway, so the teams, you know, that, that's got to be, like, weird, too. The lack of, 
the fan thing, but they just they didn't seem to be having any problem. They were just no, like you playing just do good what baseball. It is. That's exciting. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, very, very, very fun. And then uh, Steve Patterson uh, made a, a surprise appearance. You probably got called, or he calls Kelly. However, it works, and he's the snowman reporter and all kind of a jack of all trades. And there he was sitting on his deck. He's so funny. Kelly and Ryan was back. They talked about the COVID. Ryan admitted that he colors his hair. His and facial his beard, hair. And yeah. his hair. And, and his, his hair. hair. And Matthew they, McConaughey obviously does too, if you uh, yeah, saw him. Yeah. Anyway, but there's Steve sitting in a lawn chair on his big snowy deck. Lots of snow. And he's wearing a black jacket and gray sweatpants. He was not. <laughs> he was. And then he said to Kelly, what do you want to know? What do you want to know? And I'm like, we want to know why you're wearing great sweatpants. Funny, funny, <laughs> funny. He was very, very funny. But that show, Kelly and Ryan are delightful together in the morning. All right, you're- I have to say that uh, watching all these morning shows, they have really, they've gotten a good groove. And I, I think a lot of it is... Uh, you know, they genuinely like each other. Yeah. And that comes across. Yeah. You know? There you go. So. That always helps, Laura. It always helps, Julia. Anyway, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's, uh, we're planning for the weekend, if there's a weekend to plan. It is. <laughs> yeah, I there know There will it. be a Friday. There will be a, a Friday. And a Saturday and a the, Sunday. Okay. I mean, the joy is being ripped away just in episode two of The Bachelorette. This this show has been so produced, and they have such a bad bachelorette and selection of bachelors. It's no wonder the producers decided six, um, you know, episodes worth of uh, she, content. She isn't hanging out for six, is she? I believe so. Crawley? I believe the so. Oldest- let me just give you the oldest bachelorette in history. Okay, here, here's the messages from the boys, my boys, okay? Um, I'm watching and I think she's drunk because her moods would change. Everyone's hanging around talking and then suddenly no one likes me. No one wants to hang out with me. What's wrong with these people? Julia, she, Claire, either they told her she was the oldest bachelorette or she's truly pissed that she has so many young guys that they brought in, but... This is a woman who doesn't know how to date. She I acts mean, like a mom. Yes. Here's some of my kids' comments. Having these serious conversations. I mean, who goes on a first date with anybody, whether it's in TV land or real life, and starts, I mean, like, you, we've all had the date with the guy or the gal who spends the whole date whining about their ex or doing all their woe is me. I mean, no one, no no one, one wants to be with serious Sam um, or serious uh, Sarah. Sarah right off the bat. And she was just such a drag. When they burned the dress, she got the took <gasps> the guy. What's every what was everything that you heard about yourself that you believe was true? Let's write it down and share. Oh, I was really I was dying for I, her. Rocco, I know you don't watch this, right. but no. but you would if someone if you imagine yourself in a first date and someone says, Tell me everything that you have ever thought about yourself or someone else did, and let's write it down, and then let's tell each other. <laughs> yeah, and I while mean, we're at it, let's burn this dress. Yeah, it was a cute dress. Why burn it? Oh uh, yeah, I'm. She's really might be asking for the door. No, she's got a chip on her shoulder too. She's too well, insecure. Well, okay, but do not forget how scripted 
the Bachelor franchise is as far as the it's producer. a massive money maker. I read but this it, whole thing in Ad Week about it just. Two but days remember ago. when we had Amy Kaufman on, mm-hmm. who wrote Bachelor Nation, and how and we've watched Unreal, and it's all about whoever Claire's producer was got her to trust her or him. Throw ask, all of her eggs questions. in the Dale basket yeah. when he, I don't know. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel did the like counter of. What does that mean? You know, when someone uses the word like. Oh. And she sent that one guy home who said, uh, I'm here on the show because you're beautiful. And she said, why else are you here? And he couldn't name one thing. I thought that was really shallow. I think sometimes that's enough. <laughs> it's a first date. I know she- it. But but anyway, I did appreciate, you know, the dodgeball, even though Claire, by her own admission, was like, I'm a serious woman and I just still want to talk about my beauty. I mean, I was just she's giving older women a bad name on this show because she does not represent an older, sexy, in charge woman. She is just like an erotic woman who needs therapy before she dates. Well, um, according to her, she's already done all that. But the thing with this Dale guy, I, I would say if I... Here, let's listen oh, to him. Here's oh, Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. Here's just some of Dale explaining... Because he's like the, the number one front runner. She well, said I met my husband right when she met him. Well, we knew this a month before The Bachelor had started, that mm-hmm. she'd been... That the, the storyline has already played out in Us Weekly, TMZ, Perez, Entertainment Tonight, and Access Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. I know we're only on the second episode, but this is a done Dale. Claire and Dale are practically dry humping in front of the other yeah. guys. It's pretty obvious that Dale likes Claire a lot. Having dogs of my own, and I know like how important they are to you, but it doesn't matter. Like you shouldn't feel like that. And but in like the fact that like I feel like knowing that you felt like that, I never want you to feel like that. And like to say like I have strong feelings for you, like hell yeah, like like like. This whole like pandemic, like everything, like in I like, like in like, 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 in like, like, in like, 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 like that, like that, that bothered me. That's a lot of. That is a lot of likes. That's more likes than than that guy skateboarding with the ocean spray. Oh yeah. Did did his wife Jimmy Kimmel's wife pick the winner? She did it. She did last week, but she couldn't. They didn't really because of this whole. The twist is already out there about her and Dale, and it's going to be Taisha's coming in. How to many finishes weeks do have the to Bachelor? I, I I don't know. I don't know how long they're going to make us suffer through Claire. Well, even the ending of last night's, you know, after everything, and then you kind of see the preview for the next week. <sighs> And then, you know, the dodgeball, and then, then when she made they, him take Rocco, off their shorts, and Rocco, they were they, in jock straps. They had two different teams of guys play dodgeball. In, in jock straps? Yeah, in jock she straps. said, we'll play strip dodgeball. <laughs> and, and so they had to take off their shirts, their socks. and the- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And the other team had to take off their shirts and then the other team had to take off their shorts so everyone's stuff is bleeped. Um, People either loved or hated it. Twitter was... My son thought he was. she was just drunk the whole time. He's like, she's drunk. Yeah. Because her reasonings, it, she would go from kind to flaring in like 10 seconds. You know, um, this is the first quarantine bachelor. <laughs> they don't have they anywhere don't have to exciting go. Dates. They're not going on they're, a helicopter. They're date. stuck at the La Quinta in Palm Springs or wherever the hell they are. But they could have done better than the love languages contest in front of each other. Painfully bad. But remember when this was all filmed? June. Yeah. And people were just like, and then remember, think about the disappointment. These bachelors, the average age is 27. Is that the and average age of those guys? For this crew. And they, they get they get the 38, 39-year-old uh, woman who's very serious. She's not, she's, not, she's not light and fun or anything, even on a first date. She's just like, I am a strong woman, and you're going to tell me why I should consider you for my husband. Ah! I'm running away. You know, <laughs> I wondered why that didn't work on a couple dates. I've been yeah, on. you think I shouldn't just say, "Are we getting married?" Right and who away? knows when they told the guys? You know, like they're because, I mean, if you look at the Bachelor playbook, they pretty much stick within a, a, an age range. Yes, they do. And um, anyway, I just think you know some of these guys. Remember the number one reason why anyone goes on these things is to get Instagram followers. That is correct. And to be insta famous now, it didn't used to be that way. No, but it. Andy has... Firestone didn't go on for these reasons. He went on Nobody, for love. He no, he went on. It would help his vineyard, yes, his would. family vineyard. It's the but... same reason people are housewives to get publicity and be, be, they get rewards. They get they'll yeah. get paid to be insta influencers mm-hmm. and stuff. They hope. I really, it's such a done deal, though, with Dale. It's kind of like, why bother? Yeah, exactly. So just Mm -hmm. move along and get us to Taisha and let's just have at it. And I mean, she's got to just be mortified coming, uh, looking at like what a, what a buzzkill Betsy. (laughs) Buzzkill Betty. (laughs) Buzzkill Bachelorette. (laughs) Yikes. It is something. And I have to say... I never thought I'd see the day that I'd see guys playing dodgeball and jock straps on ABC. No kidding. <laughs> Rocco, it's just, it's you know. It's an ocean of jock straps. It's an ocean of jock straps. That's right. All right, listen. Oh, you picked a great Lucinda Williams song to introduce uh, uh, one of our favorites, Chris Riemann Schneider from the Star Tribune. He covers all things music. And uh, we're talking music. And of course, we got to talk about Lucinda Williams and uh, the Lou Jukebox concert series that are starting. So hi, Chris. Hey, you guys. I miss you guys. Miss seeing you at the shows. Oh, Chris, so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think the last one was I saw you guys at the opening of the Fillmore. Yes. Yes. Uh, in Minneapolis. And that and was... It was all exciting. And then they shut down about a couple weeks later. later. Yeah. You know, I feel bad. So how, I mean, your life has completely changed. 
Yeah, yeah, I've I've never slept better. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, seriously, and I, and I don't like it. Right, from going out every like night I, in concert reviews to not doing yeah. any. Wow, I know. I wonder, um, like, did I'm curious, like, for you and your wife, you being home so much more. <laughs> no, really. Well, yeah, no, that's it's been interesting. Yeah, we're uh, we're uh, it's a different it's a different lifestyle, and and uh, you know, I've always said my job. I mean, my job is fun. This year, it's not fun. Right. I mean, there's just a lot of there's a lot of bad news, and and uh, I, and the, the you know the, the of course the most fun part of it was going out to see shows. I mean, even even going to bad shows is still a fun job. You know, right. And right. None none of that this year. So yeah. Yeah. And, and you, I would imagine, both you and John Bream and Ross Rayla and anybody, even City Pages, you know, I, I just think of the bars and everyone who works at the bars and then the musicians. I don't care if it's local, you know, we're right, you know, you had the great story about Cornbread Harris, you know, it's been a long stay here and playing at the Loring, you know, uh, with his regular yeah. gigs, but people are like, I wonder how hurting, um, you know, the, all those people are as far as their income. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I, I feel for, I mean, everybody on my beat, I, I, I the people that work in, in for concerts, the, the musicians themselves, um, nobody's making money. The the one bright spot is pe- people are buying records. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's been kind of the the one only. They are buying records. Is, is that that pe- people are buying music and 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 some of these things like like this thing that Lucinda's doing. You know these these live streaming things. They they are raising money and and for for the musicians and a lot of times for for different causes. You know which is kind of what Lucinda's doing. The this thing with Lucinda, uh, it's called Lose Jukebox, and she's she's doing six six shows a, uh, every week every Thursday. Uh, and it, she, she's tied in a lot of the venues she plays with, and that, that includes, uh, First Avenue and the Dakota, both of them mm-hmm. locally. And, and she, they, they kind of sign on as co-promoters and, and they're, they're getting a cut of the, cut of the ticket sales. And, you know, it's like a $20 ticket to watch a, uh, live performance of Lucinda online. Um, it's, it's pretty great. And you're supporting, supporting these venues and, and, and yeah. Whatnot, so. And That's our good. people, cool. are people doing that? I mean, like, I know Lucinda is doing a Tom Petty tribute, so she's going to do all Tom Petty Fun. tomorrow. That would be amazing. Are are you hearing that our people paying, like, like I know Davina and the Vagabonds, they were doing a Dakota show last week, or the Hook and Ladder, you know, for Cornbread. Are people paying and doing that and watching? Yeah. No, nobody's getting rich. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of a band-aid kind of thing it is okay. but it, it, it is it is helping i mean it definitely helps if you if you spend 10 10 20 bucks to to watch a performance online you're you're very much helping what you, you this artist that you love mm-hmm. uh and it, it so it's, it's worth doing and and you know a lot of these live streams I, they frankly weren't very good to begin with because nobody knew what they were doing right uh, and they were they were kind of just slapped together kind of production wise and now there are people are really kind of starting to to, to to figure it out and and to do it a little more cleverly and, and i'm sure these lucinda shows are, are going to be great she did she did one for us for the star tribune yes for we the fair vir, vir, virtual state fair thing during during what was supposed to be the fair and it was fantastic it was from her studio just her and her guitarist and and uh 
that was our little she's she's married to a minnesotan so she she knew about the fair and she 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 knows us so mm-hmm. that was really cool. cool what you it guys did cool for the fair that. too I thought that yeah, was really no, a cool was, effort. There were some beautiful, beautiful performances in there. Dan, Dan Wilson, the Jayhawks. Yes. Uh, lots of great stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, look them up. Lyle Lovett was in there, too. Yeah, we, they're, they're all online. So great it, stuff. Do you see, Chris, you know, we've seen, you know, concert photos where people are in plastic bubbles or <laughs> people, you know, it's kind of a joke, but someone's kind of doing that. Is there any, yeah. any w- thing? Live winter gigs? Like, <laughs> Or, do you see anything yeah. happening? There's been all these kind of weird things. Um, there was this uh, over the summer in, in England. They 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 showed this big festival set up, and it was all these people on these like separate platforms scattered around a field. Um, the, I, there's people are trying stuff. Nothing's really seems to be working. Uh, I think it's kind of all more for the novelty of it at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, it it's so hard just just the financial aspect of, of doing kind of weird shows like that the production wise it, it costs so much money it's it's not going to pay off for, for the artists or or the promoters so it's just yeah there's just nothing anybody can do un, until we until this virus is taken care of and and yeah no look locally locally we had a we had a pretty good run of of outdoor shows yeah, yeah we did you know there was there was some some fun stuff and and that continues up until uh you know there's there's even stuff this weekend and and next but it pr- pretty much halloween is the cutoff and i mean forget it there's there's really not much of anything going on yeah well there's a few a few venues like like crooners up there in in, in Fridley mm-hmm. is is they, they've kind of figured out an indoor setup in Chanhassen uh, is and Chanhassen in, in, in the Chan-Hassen, big stage yeah Exactly. That's really about it, unfortunately. Yeah. How about the um, this weekend? You know, they did the National Independent Neva or whatever venue association, the Save Our Stages, um, where they had so many great artists performing. We were obsessed yeah. with Miley Cyrus's Whiskey A Go Go. And you can watch it all on YouTube now. And they're still taking donations. But do you know, did they raise a lot of money? Because that was going to. Be, I, they're waiting, you know, for the stimulus because they're asking yeah. for for money for all these in the two thousand mm-hmm. independent venues. But what do you know about that? Yeah, it it did. Yeah, no, it, it got a lot of buzz. I mean, there were yeah, there were a lot of great performances. So like yeah, like the the Miley performance, uh, she did the the uh, uh, zombie mm. uh, cranberries song. Kind of love uh, and rock cool. and roll, uh, Miley. Yeah. She's gonna do a Metallica yeah. album, isn't she? She should. She'd be good. That'd be a lot of fun. I had a story that she's yeah. doing a um, a Metallica album. She's doing a cover cover Metallica cover album. Yeah. Yeah. Which she'd be good at. Yeah, she's got great. a great voice. She does. You know, mm-hmm. she's she's cool. She's she's turned into a pretty remarkable artist. Yeah. Have you ever yeah, interviewed no, her? No, I never no. have. Okay. Uh, you know, she's she's been such a big thing since she was fifteen. That, right. Uh, she's pretty. She doesn't talk to us lowly newspaper critics. I'll listen to you. Um, yeah, doesn't need to. But but no, the 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 Saber Stages Fest was a success. They they raised about I, I think it was like one point two million so far. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, this, and this still is counting now, and 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 people can can still go there and watch these excellent performances. There's a really cool Foo Fighters performance from the Troubadour in L.A. Actually, a bunch of people did stuff from the Troubadour. Uh, locally, uh, we had we had Dizzy Faye, who's a who's a great um, Lizzo took her out on tour. She's kind of a similar poppy hip hop kind of 
artist. Uh, she she performed for, for from First Avenue to kind of represent First Avenue, and then that, her her set was great. Um, yeah, no, it's it, it was a cool thing. It's still what what Neva is doing. Neva is the National Independent Venues Association. It's it's just tied up in the politics of DC right now. They're right. trying to get in on the stimulus package, and and the stimulus package is is going nowhere right now. So it's hard to know what's going to happen on that. But they 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 need it. They the, this festival was a nice nice thing to help them get by. But these venues need the real. They need real yeah. assistance, like yeah. the airlines and and some yeah. of the other ways. Um, talk to us real um, quickly about um, Alan Fingerhut uh, passing away and why people might know that name or or might want to know that name. Yeah, yeah. Well, pe- people know the Fingerhut name. That's yes, the Fingerhut family that that started the catalog business that, that you know kind of was pioneered the mail order uh, thing. Uh, he he was a, so he was a he was a rich kid. He was a, he was he was an heir heir to that family, and and uh, instead of going into the family business, he took this this uh, abandoned uh, bus depot, uh, Greyhound bus depot in downtown Minneapolis, and thought he'd about putting a rock club in there and. Lo and behold, that was that was the club that became First Avenue. So uh, he he really was the guy behind r- r- the originator of it. He, he, you know, he, he and he kept it running. He he wasn't involved since 2004. But, but that's you know, a long time. Thirty four years. Yeah, a lot, long time. And you know, aside from they had a, a, a few nice years there when when after Purple Rain, where they were making money, but it was not a lucrative business for most of those thirty four years. So he he deserved big props for for stick, you know keeping his money in there and and uh, let, letting that place become what it became. Yeah, no cool. kidding. Is mm-hmm. is the First Avenue exhibit still happening at the Minnesota History Center? With it here. is, you know, they 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 were supposed to take that down. Uh, it was it was the fiftieth anniversary of the club was was in April, and they were going to take it down like in May, kind of after that. And they never got around to taking it down, and then they shut shut down entirely. And they they reopened over, over the summer, and and yeah, it's going to be on display. Luckily, they never took it down, so it's still there. It's on display through January, I believe. Yeah, if people haven't seen that, it's 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 wonderful. It's kind of a good little fix of the club now that we can't actually go there. we can't yeah, actually and that's go actually there. A warm place to go. They only let a certain number of people go in. Big high ceilings. Yeah. Oh, they're doing this in yeah. our museums, which is a, a safe haven. I yeah. Think. How about yeah, you? Got to get. They have time tickets, so you, yes. you got to kind of book your tickets ahead of time, which is great. How about um, uh, your you know coworker Sid Hartman? How's everybody? I know you guys are uh, all working from home and stuff, but that was pretty yeah, incredible. Yeah, no, that's it's going to be weird going back into the office because Sid was obviously a, a huge presence at the office, and he was, you know, the the guy was still going in. You know, he was when we were there in March. He was he was still coming in, and um, that's you something. know, he, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he'd always uh, you, you knew when Sid was in the office because uh, <laughs> it's kind kind of a parting of the the sea there and he'd come in and, and uh, he'd, he'd always throw some wise crack at, at somebody in the office. And, and, uh, uh, it was, but you know, he was, he was an inspiration to us all to just keep doing what he loved to do. And, and right, literally right up until the end. And, right. Yeah. It, it was, it's a huge thing for the, not just our newspaper for the city, I think. Really. Yeah. Yeah. No it's kidding. A huge local figure. Oh, Chris. Yeah. It was sad. 
Well, they, we miss seeing your face. I know. And, and, and all Lori of our buddies. Miss seeing you out at concerts. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I have stayed home more Friday and Saturday nights since this started than I ever did in my whole entire life. I've never stayed home this this, this much. I, I mean, really? It sucks. It, it sucks. Chris, I know it's the you same know, for you. You you, you have our, the, the TV and film guys on, and, and sure, there's some pretty good TV and film out there, but it's not tiding me over. No. <laughs> I I need the music. It's, uh, it, it's really I'm I'm missing it. It's going to be well, a long winter, but hey, let's hope next year we can party like hell. Absolutely, Chris. Thank you thank so you much so for much. being with us today. We appreciate it. My, Follow Chris on Twitter at Chris R. Strib, and uh, we'll be right back. Oh, Iris! So oh, Goo Goo Dolls. Did we? But we played their Christmas song the other day. And we liked I, it. Yeah, I love that song. Mm-hmm. Iris, told, you like that one? Yeah, I totally mm-hmm. like that song. Totally, totally, totally. All right, Rocco. It was nice to hear from Chris. It was nice to hear from him. I meant to ask him about his uh, out west vacation. He did some kind of a drive. Everyone I know did a driving vacation. It's did my you fav- know a lot of people that did that totally. this year? Well, Bradley did it from here. Rocco, I'm, you did it. I went to the Boundary Waters three times. Right. I'm driving yeah. to Bozeman for my first time in a year. <laughs> I usually fly, but at Christmas, I... Yeah, it's. I kind of dig getting in a car because you can put everything in there and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I don't like driving in December. Not December. Yeah, I know. I'm not worried. I don't um, care about that stuff. I'll be fine. I, I really, I mean, I really wish that Casey wasn't a sleepy driver. If there's one thing, if I could have, if there's one thing I could change about him, the only thing I could really think that I wish if I had a genie, I would say, let Casey be a driver he's not a driver he's a sleepy driver yeah yes did he, he's did a he... sleepy man driver okay but what is the resolution between the pergola and the outdoor heating how did in the front patio what 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 did we decide oh, on our, you put uh, him on the mission to find heat for 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 being for family outside. gatherings yeah well when he, i should have never told him that the most people that could be out on our my three season porch that we have together, you know, I said at the most, you know, like four oh. or five if we're really pushing it. Yeah, but there's windows everywhere. I, I, yeah, I yeah. know. And so when as soon as I said that, he, like he lost his it. luster for making the three season porch into something. And he found some kind of heat lighting apparatus that's going to... He said, "Simulate like what you get when you're at at, at the airport, and they have the heating things when okay. you're checking the bags." Sure, sure. He said, I "Like, like that. that." Is he going to hang it up? It's going to be coming. Love it. Down on us. I love that. Spread like that, like a like a bus stop or a transit. That sounds stop. like a good idea. <laughs> oh, that sounds inviting. It do- well, it's going to be just like a bus stop. Well, I mean, the heat coming down, you know, the heat coming down. I, I don't know. He says it's whatever he ordered. It's coming Saturday. I researched electron electric blankets yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And there's, you know, there's, there's some, that there's heated chairs. Yeah. That's what I heard. Okay. Now, wait a minute. There's can, heated can you, chairs. Like, is there a snuggly that heats up that you could just like put on a snowsuit that heats up like, Oh, good idea. Oh, they have heated those. They have that. Cause they have hand warm. I brought, you know, the hand warmers, the boot warmers the he, motorcycle world is on top of you as far as keeping he, like your 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 core your core warm 
Okay, so let's just... Hunters, too, might have uh, solutions, you know. They've had, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I want to change subjects really quick, because we all had an assignment. Yes. Um, I don't want to go first. And our assignment was to watch or listen to the original broadcast of War of the Worlds that was done in 1938, and we're doing War of the Worlds comedy for our project Down and Dirty next week. Rocco? I actually did... Uh, listen pretty much all day in my studio while I was doing other things to the to the broadcast, the Orson Welles broadcast. You did, yeah. I'm I I'm all I'm gonna say is I think it's gonna be good that we're getting doctored. Oh, by our oh. Uh, Jeffrey Hatcher. Yes, and that's gonna, and he's gonna my talk it up because I was like, this is a little. It's. 40s or 30 when was it 1938 it's a little dry but i think and i think he's gonna my talk it up for us and it's okay gonna be funny i did not listen to the original broadcast i went to amazon and there is a document there's a documentary series called an american experience is that the one that we got the link to yes because that's what i watched too I don't know if it's the one we got a link to. It was the one the director recommended we watch. It's a documentary about the making of the War of the Worlds and how it It was that it happened and how how everyone listens. You know, everyone, even though it was the Great Depression and everything, the one thing people didn't give up was radios. And that was the only thing that really sold even all during the Depression because people were just glued to their radio. It was the commonality uh, maybe you couldn't buy a newspaper, right? but if you had a radio of any kind, and there were always, because of what was going on in Europe, news bulletins were mm-hmm. uh, always getting um, interrupted into your soap operas or yes. your different shows. Even at movie theaters, they would interrupt. Right. And so Orson Welles was like this prolific radio producer, director, yes. and he like involved in 24 to 30 shows a week, you guys. And they didn't come up with the War of the World script. It was going to be on Sunday night, la-di-da, October 30th. And he didn't like it. He thought it was too blah. And then he was like, we're going to make it be like news bulletin. Yep. And so anyone who just missed the first 10 seconds and was, I guess, you know, and I and, and they, they believed it was real. Well, they explained why, because the news bulletins that were coming out all the time, all of a sudden, because everybody had radio, people knew about natural disasters. They knew about these big things. There was always this unbelievable news coming from Hitler and this country's fallen and this country's fallen. And everyone was heightened stress. Heightened Anxiety stress. Anxiety and stress. Like kind of now. Like, we are now. like yeah. now. That's why I thought, but we're going to have the comedic relief. Yes, yes. But it was really interesting to just think about how long radio has been. Like this very connecting thing. It is still when they do certain when they do like uh, how happy are people with media? How they get their yes. media? Radio Radio's, is still the highest yeah. rated. It's the comfort of voices. Something anyway. Radio is. is just a comforting thing. Yeah. So people were really that were already on edge about stuff and just heard part of it. I mean, it sounded so believable because Orson Welles was an incredible director and he had great talent. And then he had this actor who imitated Franklin D. Roosevelt's voice. He could do his voice. Yeah. 
And you know, and then, so everyone believed. And it, but he was world; he was internationally known. It was amazing for him. He went on to do Citizen yeah. Kane like a year later, but no one knew he was, and he acted like he was contrite, but he really wasn't. And CBS didn't get fined by the FCC, but mm-hmm. they did have to promise not to ever do that again. Ever do that again, mm-hmm. or to call misrepresent a a drama. As a news bulletin or anything like exactly. that, so it was it was it was, was kind of interesting. But Rocco, like you said, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're it's doing the good. we're doing the comedy. Yeah, no, I'm kind of good. excited for how we're gonna. I'm do planning it. on wearing a wig to get in character, <laughs> and I don't even know what I'm gonna be cast as. I just want to wear a wig to help with the voice. You're going to be the voice of the baby. Oh, <laughs> what baby? <laughs> I don't know. She, Lori's going to be the mom. Oh boy. <laughs> Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. 